I'd rather throw a potluck for every ex-girlfriend I've ever had. <laughs> but watch this again. Do you miss going to the video store, acid wash, jeans, and MTV with music? I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. Mother Russia. <laughs> Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Mother you can't begin to understand. You can't begin to understand it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I can't. We bring, at least that's what he says, bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple generic scenes as well, or oh, we maybe some more. of those. <laughs> at the end of the show, we'll rate the movie one of the 24 cans. One can is being in the most secure place in the world and still about to die. And 24 cans is, I don't know, man, just, just living life and it never happens. 24 cans is watching a different movie. 24 cans. About well, that? I don't know. I mean, I believe every movie has a merit and a value. Even if I rate it low, I mean, you got to see it just to see why, right? Like you got to, so watching this one will be great. And I, I yeah, this isn't the worst movie I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen worse. Well, Let's yeah, because there's Tokyo Drift, so... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah before we get to all that we just want to let you know we've told you how to get a hold of us what you need to do but anthony has a special way he wants you to suggest movies that he's yeah. going to tell you about do the big one big one what's the big one the big one uh, John drop Holmes? us a review yeah oh <laughs> drop us a review on apple podcasts and in your review let us know what movie you'd like us to do and i'm going to check it live that's simple I haven't checked it this week, so while I'm you on, requests? on this, what was that? You're going to see if we got any more requests? Yes, I'm going to check it live while we're sitting here, see if anything else has popped up while I've been here. No, nope, nothing's popped up right this moment. I'm glad this wasn't a request, because I would have some harsh words for the fucker that asked for this one. <laughs> Isn't that me, kind of? <laughs> well, yeah, you. Dipshit. Anyways, before we get to this movie... Just remember, we do have our website. Go there, look at stuff, buy stuff, be our friend, whatever. You know, we're cool. He's not. Okay, at least I'm cool. He's not. We get it. All right, so here we are. Do you want me to just play this trailer? Yeah, let's get that over with. Let's start ripping this Band-Aid off. Here we go. Yep. Atrocity and terror are not political weapons, and to those who would use them, your day is over. They hated your speech, didn't they? They're afraid we wanted the guts to back it up. Air Force One, clear for takeoff. Thank you for your hospitality, Moscow. Where's Buck How the hell did this happen? How the 
exciting makes my spidey senses tingle do you know what makes my spidey senses tingle i mean that i don't want to know uh, that uh trailer does it but but my real spidey sense tingles when i play the game do do you know what the game is let me explain it to you yeah could you explain it for the hundred and thirty-seven thousand fucking time i don't know if it's that many but it's a lot hey we're gonna play the game and you guys know what the game is it's anthony's favorite game basically it's where i'm gonna read him three movie reviews movie reviews two of them are real one of them is fake and he is probably going to guess the right one because he's been on a roll lately can i and it's kind of weird because his name is not butter so can i tell you, you when you say this is my favorite game yes i think russian roulette with five bullets in the chamber would be a funner game than this well <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know man this is oh, wait a second Play the game or watch this movie again. There we go. Oh, no, I take I take Russian roulette. <laughs> no, no, no. Two choices. With, with this is the bullets. trolley problem. With six bullets. Every, if you've ever played the trolley problem, it would give you choose, two impossible choices. I would choose the game because the game lasts three minutes instead of three fucking hours. However, long it's his sex life is what he's trying to say. Jeez, All man. right, are we? Are, are you ready, man? Just fucking go. All right. Monica Delancey, LA Times. Die Hard was great the first time. Why not put it in a plane? Widget Walls, NeatCoffee.com. Congrats for pulling some new rabbits out of the hat with this formula. Madeline Williams, Cinematter. Is Air Force One formulaic? Yes. Is it gimmicky? Yes. Does it work? Yes. (sighs) What was the second one again? Widget Walls, NeatCoffee.com. Congrats for pulling some new rabbits out of the hat with this formula. Uh, hoping that's sarcastic. <laughs> like, I really <laughs> fucking hope so. I'm just going to pick uh, this. Why would that be? I'm just going to pick the second one. And, okay. Is there a reason why, specifically? It's the short one. <laughs> okay. And if I told you it was wrong, what would your second choice be? Wow, he's thinking people you know he's hurting if he can't think of one well he's on he's on mute too i don't know why he's on mute get off the fucking mute he's on mute he's stuck on mute people <laughs> at the m button maybe you're hitting the m button or something i don't know this this makes great podcasting when you can only hear me because i know i'm the best well he's frozen i'm not can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, something's up with him. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. You can? I could always see you snapping and everything, but you were just on mute. My whole fucking... You can hear me right now. Yeah. 
my whole fucking the the video screen's frozen. Yeah. So just keep going. Well, no, because like the recording thing up at the top, all of it's froze. It's recording you. I can see it. Okay. And you're fine. So go ahead. What's uh, what would your second choice have been? I said I wouldn't have a second choice. I'd go okay. back to Russian roulette. Now this character, death. this character was played by Carrie Fisher in the movie Lover Boy and played a photographer. Her name was Monica. Monica Delancey was okay. her name in that movie. There you go. And he loves that movie, so he's probably kind of movie. pissed at himself not for really. not knowing. Okay. Hit us with the numbers, bitch. <laughs> All right, whore. Here's our breakdown by the numbers. Directed by Wolfgang Peterson, because Mike has a hard-on for him and wanted to do this movie. And starring Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman, Wendy Crewson, Paul Guilfoyle, William H. Macy, Lizelle Matthews, and Dean Stockwell. Air Force One, or Air Force One, was released on July 25th, 1997, taking in $315.2 at the box office. Holy shit. Against an $85 million budget, it scores 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, let's think about this. You, you know, you just named a cast. We have yeah. Harrison Ford. No we shit. have Gary Oldman. Glenn Close, William H. Macy, like you said, Dean Stockwell. I mean, these are names. These are people who are really good. I apologize. I didn't even have Glenn Close in my cast list there either. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that if you told me that they they were making this movie, when you said that's the cast before telling me about the movie, this is not what I would have envisioned ever. Like, no, this movie is not what you think of when you think well that cast. This is one of those movies where you can just picture the executives sitting around a table at a movie <laughs> studio. Okay, they've done Die Hard, they've done Speed. These are the movies they're doing. What can we do? Give me an idea. Just give me an idea, and we'll make a fucking movie out of it. Yeah, <laughs> or really? Do you know what this is? Everybody, I bought this game called Pitch Storm, and. It, and someone, I think they, this is the first version of that game. Someone came up with somehow, but it was at that level, like you said. Yes. Okay, who who would everybody want to see in a movie? William H. Macy, he's hot now. What's what's a, what's an idie for? What can we do? What can we do? Die hard, die hard on a, die hard on a plane. Okay, okay, die hard. We on got a plane. that. We got that. We got that. Harrison Ford's <laughs> the president. Indiana Jones is the president. Ooh, I like it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. The bunny rabbit lady killer is the fucking vice president. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get it going. There we go. There we go. We got a cast. We got a cast. Do I have a plot? Do I have a plot? That crazy fucking cop from The Professional, he's going to be a fucking zealot, uh, a communist, and he's going (laughs) to want to kill the president. Yes. Done. (laughs) Get a director. We're making this shit. And You know, I got to say, the only thing remotely fucking interesting about watching this movie to, to do this podcast is because of the Brittany Griner thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 To get somebody released that's imprisoned. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That's it. That's it. I'd still rather watch three hours of fucking news about that than this movie. (laughs) Two flies fucking for three hours. (laughs) Oh God. That would be great to watch instead of this. I want to say this though, you know, I've talked. I want to do movies that feature great directors, and you, you, jet, you jest at me about Wolfgang Peterson, but 
like I've said before, he has done Das Boot, which is the, probably the greatest submarine movie of all time. If people think that. It's in German. I suggest you watch it, and you'll see where all the other ones after it came from. He did Enemy Mine, which is after really good. You just had me watch this shit. I'm not taking any movie advice from you. Nah, no, no, dude, I'm, trust me. This is not me. Look, Google it and, and get other sources. You'll find them right. In the Line of Fire, you have seen that. It's great. It Outbreak, is. good movie, and The Perfect Storm. Those yeah. are all, everything I just mentioned there are bangers. And we this could have fucking done any one of those. What did yeah. you pick? I, I picked, well, let's be you fair. Snakes on a plane and it didn't even have any snakes. This comes out on President's Day. Who gives a shit? We're well, so maybe we're we celebrating have President's Day by showing what it looked like if fucking terrorists hijacked Air Force One. There might be one listener who cares. You're a dick. I listen. I care. <laughs> oh man! But no, the, he's a great director who made a mistake. I think on this one, this was a cash, a check cashing movie. I'm gonna liken it to uh, Independence Day. This is what it feels like to me. It's no. Independence Day. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Independence Day is good. No, no, no. They're both bad in the same ways. Independence no. Day has a little bit better uh, character no. development. No, no. But, no. but otherwise, they're very similar. Very macho, machismo. I mean, the the the. If we're gonna get it, okay, we'll talk about it now. Like the guy at the end when he sacrificed himself to take the missile for the Air this Force movie One is a bag same of same fucking thing as what what's his name does and. Independence Day by going up the ass of the alien ship. I'm just saying, very, they're very macho, fuck yeah. And I think that's why this movie was made. When you think it came after that, this emulated the hyper-Americanism, machismo. This uh, movie sucks balls. Yeah, but the only thing that made Independence Day different is it was aliens and not our own no, people. What made Independence Day different was it was a lot fucking better movie with a lot fucking better special effects. They they use their cast better. Like I said, it is better in the sense that they use their cast better. But when it comes to the 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 core, these movies are the same America fuck yeah movies. Yeah, and that's fine. But this is a shit tard movie, and fucking Independence Day is good. I don't think that this is bad. this movie fucking sucks. This is not this. I mean, what what is the worst rated movie? <laughs> I don't even know. We'll get to that. This movie. <laughs> but- Literally, I would rather watch a movie shot on a fucking VHS camcorder for 20 bucks. Well, here's what I want to ask. The effects would be at least more interesting. Now, just so everybody knows, the plot of the movie, because we very rarely say this, we probably should, is the president just gives a speech, right? Saying, we're not fucking around anymore. We're not negotiating with terrorists. You know, you should be afraid. And then literally five minutes later, his plane gets hijacked and he has to save it. That's the plot, right? That's that's yes. pretty much it. That's, that's it. it. So, so it, it's it's preposterous, in my opinion. You would hope so. Like, I mean, the biggest thing for me was is even if even if there was a failure, and yeah, they had there was a mole that caused all this, but even with that, there aren't there enough checks and balances, I thought that you couldn't still couldn't get by because there's not no one guy is ever in charge of one thing. It's usually a coordination of multiple people have to do checks. Like, so not just one guy can say yes. Another guy can go, wait, wait a second. No, you know, that's, I don't know. 
it just or wouldn't they get the pictures of the people who were supposed to be in the TV crew ahead of time you know so what? they know who to let in? I it just makes me think of the articles I used to read about the lady from Florida or whatever. They yeah. Kept getting arrested, sneaking onto fucking planes, and she's done it like double digit times. She keeps getting fucking caught doing it, but she keeps doing it. Yeah. And that's but, in today's time, too. This is way past 9-11, so we do have all those checks in but, place. But my thoughts are this. Like, if I were, like, you know, I don't know, protecting the leader of the free world, as they like to call the president. I mean, I'd say, you know what? You are not coming on this plane unless I get pictures of every person and a copy of their passport. Like, uh, like uh, the page of, you know, just I want a picture of them. And a copy of their passport, like a good picture, not because the passport could get, you know, in the copying process could have an issue, right? Like I'd want real, and I'd say, if I don't get those, you don't come on. It's that that simple. Like, why wouldn't that be the process? You don't think that, you don't think that stuff can be faked? I think it can be faked, but it's a lot harder to fake than, than when they get there and they pull out their passport. Is it the same one that I saw there? And if it looks doctored, I can go, wait, this passport's been doctored. What the fuck do you want? He got through with a fingerprint reader. That's one guy. But that's what I said, the preposterousness of one guy. There would usually be a team of people that would work on vetting people. They would get that information and they'd vet it and they'd look it all up. And they wouldn't get on that plane until they've gone through that. Like, like that's what I'm saying. To me, this the whole thing, the premise of it is a little shoddy because the to me... It, it seems like the vetting process is a lot harder to get through than just, oh, you want to see the president and your news crew? Come on in. Make sure you don't walk by this room without somebody. <laughs> yeah, you know? come, come do your little documentary. <laughs> come it's, do your okay. Little, it's okay. Come now, on, you little Kevin Smiths. Get on in here. Yeah. Remind, you know, Kevin Smith uh, filmed a documentary for what Prince, and yeah. we'll never see it. <laughs> as far as we know. I mean, Prince right. is dead now, so it's possible Someone could release it, but I yeah, doubt they will. I bet it's has like 20 more albums, probably at least, to release. But I mean, think how good Kevin Smith never hear. director. Think about how awesome that is as a documentary. Like, it's probably the only one he's ever done, like, like legit big documentary that's not about something. No, I don't even, I don't think he finished it, though. I think he just shot footage. No, he said he did. He says he said the whole thing's sitting there. It's just in his vault. Yeah, but I don't know if he, like, actually finished it the way when he talked about it. Oh, who knows, man? But that, but that's what I think. Being a documentary thing or what? I just don't know why. I just, I think the whole one guy could let the people through. I, I thought that was a little weak. That's all I was thinking. Like I figured it would be a group of people who would all be coordinated with, who would all know who these people look like prior to getting on the plane, and it, you know what I mean. Like I felt like it, you don't just let anybody onto the jet, right? Like you shouldn't. Especially from a foreign country. It would, you think it'd be even harder for someone in a foreign country to get on Air Force One than someone domestically. You know, I, that to me seems more logical than, than what actually happened there. So, kind of crazy. It's American. It's American exceptionalism. That's what it is. Well, you can't have an American get on and do this because then you lose the whole plot of the story. Oh, I don't know. John McClane could have been visiting him on the jet. Yeah. Well, why is John McClane trying to help Russia out and get their leader out of prison? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what you know? The, the, so when they get on there and, and the the whole thing happens. Oh, first I wanted to say, 
we both had a reason not to like this guy, this president, though. And it's stupid reason, probably. It's not a He's reason. He's a Michigan fan. He's a Michigan fan, and they beat Notre Dame in this movie. So I yeah. figured you like Notre Dame. Yep, not cool. And, and I'm a Buckeye fan, so, yeah, fuck him. You know, maybe he deserved to get a little bit fucked up in this movie. No, at that point, you're already like, fucking do what you want. It's like, Kill dude, the it's a it. fake president. Show me my fantasy of him flying off the plane without Cut a shoe. his head off and throw him out of the plane. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> we'll all be led by Glenn Close, who can't make a decision to save her fucking life in this movie. That is weird. Like, like that. that yeah, Glenn Close's character is interesting when she sat down next to uh, uh, the one, one guy from um, Quantum Leap. I forget his name, the actor. But but that guy, when she sits next to him and he's like, oh, don't worry, I'd, I'd take charge of this. And I'm thinking, well, technically, isn't Glenn Close in charge when the president right. is not able to make, take, make orders? Or You would like, think. Like, like, isn't she the one that should be making that? And this is another, like, huge fucking problem with this movie. Like, that was, like, taking a step here. We're going to have a female vice president. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. But... We're going to have it portrayed like that. Who Glenn Close is fucking amazing. Yes. This, whoever the fuck wrote this for her should be playing that Russian roulette game. I was talking about with five bullets in the fucking chance. Yeah, she's a great actress. She what was the one fuck? Of my, like, this my is favorite like movies. chance to portray a female vice president having balls basically and doing presidential things when called upon. And what do we yeah. get? Yeah. We get somebody who can't make a choice and passes it off to the chief of staff. Like I think that's who that was, that guy in that. Well, not the chief I, of staff, the, the 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 general. I forget his name. I think but she passes like, it off. It's like she couldn't even fucking pick chicken or fish for dinner when they were getting served. Probably I don't even know what the fuck. This is what what we're, you're giving us. Yeah, yeah. It's it 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 was definitely not. You're playing up to in this movie. Her character is fucking playing up to all the fucking bigoted people out there that don't think a woman could do something like that. Yeah, well, and that's why I thought this movie had a little too much machismo. I told you that. And I think they put her in the movie to soften it a little bit with the woman's touch. But the problem is um, they could have made her a badass woman's touch, not a weak. And I think that's kind of what it felt like. Although she was the one who made sure that they still said, hey, no, we're not going to blow the thing up because the president could... I mean, she did stop some things, I guess. And she did make a couple choices uh, throughout the movie that, that were helpful. That's all I can say. That's, like she said, he's still the commander-in-chief. He gave you an order, like when when he got caught in, in the baggage hold by the one guy, you know, and, and told them in a kind of weird way how to do it with a flare or whatever it was. But... The only decisions like that that she made in this film are common sense to a fourth grader. They could yeah, have yeah, done yeah. the same thing. No, don't do that because that's bad. Don't do that. That's not right. Yeah, let's let's not touch the fire. It will burn us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, the funny thing is in this story, though, we assume the USA is the good guys. Uh, in the story, but Gary Oldman has some strong convictions. Yeah, and I want to give my first six pack here. That's what I want to do. And my first six pack is Gary Oldman because what I love about him is when he does a character like this, he goes for it. Mm-hmm. He's the best at being that guy. 
and he does it very well. Very reminiscent of his true romance performance. You yep. take that character and turn him into a Russian zealot, and, or uh, where are they from? Damn it! But but a zealot for his country, and that is that's what you get, man. Um, you, you Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, uh, yeah, yes. Kazakhstani is what he was. So, but you put him in, and he just and, and he was awesome. And I felt, I felt he believed his cause, and I and I didn't feel he was. I felt he was acting out of a place where he thought he had to do what he needed to. And that's kind of strange because when you look at the way dynamics are in these situations, we're always making ourselves the good guys. But are we the good guys? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Just because he's hijacked that plane and is trying to get somebody to do something he needs done is what he's asking for something that for, for a bad guy. I guess the only bad part about it is that set it up as him as being the bad guy was that his president did do some uh, ethnic cleansing, killed about a quarter million people. Based, I think that's what he said earlier in the movie. It happens, but but you gotta. But then you gotta ask yourself, how many people have we killed? You know, at that point in the world, we uh, we we killed a lot of people. I mean, in '97, <laughs> as the United States. So so it really makes you wonder who. And, and when you're not in the United States, who's a good guy and who's a right. bad guy? It's harder to tell. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, when you're talking about world politics yeah there are no good guys global politics sucks there are no good guys everybody's fucking everybody everybody sucks just a different dick every day except finland i hear that's the best yeah, happiest place to live in the world pretty nice yeah i mean they're like the disneyland of countries from what every year they win that poll who's that where the happiest people live it's like i want to live there i know <laughs> I it's like you know, where are you on vacation? Disneyland. No, Finland. Oh, okay. Fuck Disneyland. <laughs> They're turning into assholes anyways. That's true. <laughs> they keep raising their prices. I mean, what what family can afford that? <laughs> That's the family. It's crazy. Coming ridiculous. But no, Gary Oldman, he went for it. I love the guy. I, I like it that he kills people. I've always said the best the best bad guys in movies are the ones who are willing to kill with uh, non indiscriminately, you know, just whoever's next is next. Cause that creates real fear. I'm going to give a six pack too is uh, for me, William H. Macy. I forgot to do that by the way, just because what I forgot to undo my camera. Oh, way to go. Oh, okay. So you're saying William H. Macy is a six pack. Yes, because we copied on that one. I just want to say that. I love uh, what your six pack was him too. Yes, because pretty much all you can pull for six packs for this movie are some of the actors in it. <laughs> ain't much else. Um, he makes he makes every movie he's in better though, doesn't he? Well, he does. And the thing with it is, especially after Shameless, you love seeing him in roles like this, where it's like he can go from that to this. Oh, this just shows his range. I know he has got a range, and then you think of Fargo, and you think of. Uh, and you think of a movie I like called Happy Texas. Um, there's so many movies that when you think about him in them, it, it, it's he's just he shows up. Was he in Armageddon too? Yep. Yeah, he shows up in he movies, was, he? and he's like a ray of sunshine with his ability and what he does, and it's amazing. Like, and and he can be the worst human being and the best from one moment to the next. It, it's it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. 
I will give another six pack. Oh boy, six packs of plenty. Because it's like pulling teeth to get fucking to get a six pack out of this. Movie. We had to copy one, and usually I try to find a replacement. That's not happening. I will say uh, one small part I enjoyed was seeing the president drinking a beer. You know, and they do. You know, people need to understand that they're people. You know, president are just like you and me, except for they're power hungry and manipulative. But they get thirsty. <laughs> they get thirsty, right. you know. <laughs> I mean, how many people, you know, I've always said this. The people, the people who you would want to be president don't want to be president because they understand the responsibility, right? Exactly. They understand it so much that they will never be the president. The people who become the president, there's something wrong there in a, in a way. And I don't think William H. Macy was an Armageddon. He wasn't? You sure? He wasn't on the crew or anything. I was trying to remember. I was watching another movie. Maybe it wasn't that one. I was watching, and I was watching more than one movie over the week. That's the problem. So now you're going to make me look it up. But he is so good. I mean, damn, is he good. He's great. Damn, is he hot. I like long hair William H. Macy. What's that all about, huh? He's a sexy bitch. No, he's in Boogie Nights, though. That's... Yes. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not. What was it I was watching then that was... So we got Boogie Nights, Air Force One. Obviously, we just did that one. Fargo, Down Periscope. I love that one. Funny movie. Mr. Holland's Opus. He just makes every movie good. Just every one of them. I mean, there's just every movie he's in. Sea Biscuit. I mean, you name it, man. Wild Hogs. You ever watch Wild Hogs with uh, yeah John Travolta and uh, Tim Allen? Yeah, I think that's who's in that, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> this, you know, there's bad. Hey, if you want us to do that movie, please let us know. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> he would love to do that one. Oh man, but yeah, we copied. Um, uh, was Gary Oldman one of your six pack too? Though, no, he was not. Okay, good, good, because uh, I didn't want to. This would be really weird if it was. It'd be really weird. Oh, I was gonna tell you the skate pod that that doesn't exist. By the way, from from, from what has been said. It's been said there is no escape pod and there is no bay with parachutes on the Air Force One. Right. As people have said that. Do I know that's confirmed? 100%? I was Can say, we ever think that's 100%? Here's the thing. If it does exist. Why would they want you to know? Would anybody fucking say it does or doesn't? Yeah, yeah. That's why. So, I, I think yeah. it makes sense that there would be something to escape the plane, right? You would think so. Maybe it's not a pod. Maybe it's something else. I don't know. Oh, it is. It's called a parachute. <laughs> no, because you dangle too long, and it's not. And you're not bulletproof. A pod makes more sense because it'd be bulletproof. You know, the so. other thing I was wondering about in this movie too is that they're flying from the United States to Moscow. Whatever. Yeah, that's where they were, Moscow. When they're but when they're trying to get the parachutes and shit, I'm thinking, aren't we possibly over water right now? In the middle of the fucking ocean? No, because they wouldn't get very far. They remember they diverted to go to Ramstein Air Force Base, and then when they and then when they took over the plane, they put the autopilot on to go back to Kazakhstan. So they were actually inland that whole time. Okay. So now remember, because remember they were still in Kazakhstan airspace when they got control back of the jet, and you know shit happens. Sure does. Like people making this movie. 
This thing oh. made over three hundred million dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? And that was based on star power and the fucking commercial. Yeah, you know, and the funny thing is, and the whole impetus for what happened earlier, you know, we, like I said, we got the whole, we don't negotiate, you know, the new the new policy. I was thinking to myself when that happened, I was like, you know, today he wouldn't do that. He would probably go to his advisors and say, hey, how about if I tweet out this thing saying this rather than saying it in a very strong, stern speech so he can see what the soft response is like. Like, I want to tweet out we're not negotiating with terrorists anymore and then not say anything else. You know, like, don't do the whole speech and then see what happens with the responses. <laughs> and then uh, and later on go, well, what I was trying to say, like, and then you could roll it back, you know? I don't even think but, that. I think you just behind the scenes are like, okay, we'll give you 30 more McDonald's. That's our peace offering. Oh, yeah, well, you know, that... Our policy for a long time since the 1970s has been uh, no negotiating with terrorists, but there has been a few times that we've traded uh, for hostages. So yeah. <laughs> we, everything's negotiable, even not Everything. negotiating. <laughs> everything's negotiable. There's a price. Remember the and the big, the most famous one was in 1993 or whatever it was when the the guy got came back and he was a huge Bills fan and found out that they went to those three or four Super Bowls in a row and they had lost every one of them. <laughs> and was, that's got to suck. Like, well, does that suck or does that not suck? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you didn't get to experience the heartbreak. You want to have to watch that? Yeah. I mean, four, four, it's years, in a, four years in a row. That <laughs> I will tell you what, would you rather go to one and win or go to every one for six years, but not win? <laughs> well, that's, that's a stupid question. You want to go to one and win. I know. So if you're the Bills, man, you're, you're just, oh, shit. I mean, you were relevant and really good for a while. <laughs> like you were, you were a dynasty, but not a dynasty. You're a, you're a, like, a undynasty, an undynasty. You are. Yeah. You are the seven up of the cold. Oh yeah. You were the cold. But, but you like, you kind of have to call, I mean, you kind of would have to call it a dynasty though. It was, it was, they were really good. Which is funny though, you know, when you look at who won, well, you know, we can't you're talk. Kmart, you're a Kmart dynasty. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, you're, you're the racks. You were good for a while, but you failed. You, here you go. You are the Tyson of Buffalo wings. <laughs> yeah, but Tyson's a conglomerate that makes billions of dollars a year off chicken. I don't know. But I'm saying of buffalo wings, of like <laughs> well, actual yeah, hardcore buffalo wings. You're right, but technically uh, the Bills make billions of dollars a year too still, so hey. <laughs> I mean, don't they all? <laughs> the Bills make bills. The Bills, dollar dollar bill, y'all. And that's the thing. And this, and this thing, they, all, they wanted to release their guy called Raddick from prison in this movie. Yeah. Um, and he believed in that guy so much, even though he had that conversation though, where I guess he knows he's not a good person, but he's the right leader to keep the capitalist out of Kazakhstan. Is that kind mm-hmm. of what Gary Oldman yeah. was going at in this? Yeah. He's like, he's a shitty leader, but he's the right one for what we need. It's kind right. of what I got from him. Yeah. I, I question. So even his character, I'm like, I, 
I mean, I, no, I believe I, I believe his devotion to what he thinks is right. Right. But why right. he thinks he's right is wrong, is what I'm saying. Right. It's weird. It's like this isn't like I'm all gung ho for this person. Yeah. But and I understand. It's it, like he he has his own moral compass and he believes what he believes in and it is for the greater good to him. Yes. But at the same time, it's like he's also talking about how like, I mean, he's willing to sacrifice fucking everything, including his own family. For a guy who he's already said is not the best, but yeah. he's good for what they need now. He's my Buffalo Bills of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> he's my ride or die Buffalo Bills. I'm riding with him, even if he loses. Get to four Super Bowls. Get to number five. <laughs> oh, still working on that number five. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, that's the, like I said, the plots of this movie, I felt was a little thin. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like the whole, the whole thing, I, I it just kind of falls apart. It, the and then not knowing that the president is alive or dead, I get that part. That wasn't yeah, the, that was probably the best part of the plot in this movie. You know what? It it would it, it was, but even though it's like you fucking knew right away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you knew he wasn't in that pod, and like that. Well, was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: I'm going to tell you that you saw what, the trailer back then too. That's what makes this a shitty movie. Yeah, I can figure stuff out right away. It's bad. Well, and what makes it, you know, the other thing that's weird about it is, and I'm going to, you know, this is actually, did I call this a six pack? No, but I liked it. So the we knew early on who the bad guy was in the sense of who the mole was. Yeah. We knew the whole time and they didn't do anything the whole time through that. And they didn't reveal themselves until way late. I actually liked that part of the plot. I thought that was good. Because he only revealed himself when he had to, you know, like like I thought that that guy's character was probably the best written character in that way. Like he he actually served the function, did the function, stayed quiet, acted like he was still on the right team, and in the end tried to still fuck him at the right time so that he w- could get away with everything. I like that about that character. And he was barely in the movie. That's the problem. <laughs> like, there should have been a little bit more there, like a little more tension around him being found out. I think that, like, because I thought that it was kind of boring with the whole talking on the phone and, you know, the yeah. him finding a sap phone and doing all you that know, shit. Another thing, too, that, and I know there are some diehard, you know, huge boner for Harrison Ford action movies. I get that. But Harrison Ford yeah. was old. He was old in this. Well, he's supposed to be. He's the president. The president's usually are at least 50 years old. No, president minimum's 35. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have to be a young hotshot president. But it weird. would make the action sequences, sequences more believable. I think in his 50s, he'd still be... If he's in shape, he works out, he's the president, you know, that type of thing. He didn't, didn't look like he was in shape or working out. He was fucking drinking a beer on a plane. I don't know. Did you see him in Six Days, Seven Nights? with? Uh, I what, know uh, that. This is a different movie. And hey, she was a pretty baller there. And that's this what the a different movie. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I'm saying that because people are talking about the new Indiana Jones coming out. And Harrison Ford's already said he's didn't want anybody making comments about the whole age thing. 
Yeah. I can much more easily accept Harrison Ford at this age in an Indiana Jones movie than I could back here in the 90s in this fucking movie. Because now, you know it's going to be old Harrison, old old Indiana Jones. The whole kicking everybody's ass kind of thing. Yeah. So, okay, so I want to give... Even the way they did it, it's like he was fighting like an old guy. Kinda. I can't buy that. He would have gotten killed. I don't know. I'm going to say this. I can accept the leap that, that he was a soldier of some sort and that he knew how to handle himself. I'll accept that. I'll accept, I'll accept that. that. But at the same time, I'm just, what I'm visually seeing on the screen doesn't match up. I'm like, when, no. <laughs> Grandpa's no. knocking out Mike Tyson. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Can't buy that. <laughs> but I got, I got a generic. And my, it's my generic that I have on here. There's a lot. Obviously, we could go on all day about what we don't like here. But uh, but this oh, is the and I've already kind of said it. My generic we do a is a live version of this movie, just watching it through and just give generics throughout. Yeah, we should. Every if we could do minutes. that without copyright strike, I think that'd be the best way to do Gosh. this. The generic here to me, this is a little Uber America. Fuck yeah, machismo. I've already said that kind of, and the ridiculousness of the parachuting. Like when you saw that one lady with her parachute, smiling, happy, floating God. down. I mean, come on, how fucking stupid was that? I mean, come on. I mean, let's just oh. first of I, all the the effects in this movie. I mean, if you're going to give a generic for like first and foremost, the they're special, better than uh, they're better than Titanic. Shut the fuck up. That plane crash was better than Titanic. No, the effects in this movie mm-hmm. are some of the worst I've ever seen in my life. And for I, an always say, I always say some of because I'm still trying to think of something I've seen that's like so ungodly worse to watch than this. Oh, You've watched horror movies. Don't tell me that. No, 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 I know. But at least you understand in correlation to the budget and the technology at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least horror, that's part of the. I mean, yeah, look, this is this was 97. OK, yes, it shouldn't have been that bad. I don't know. It... You're trying. There's a problem is you're trying too hard. Number one, stick with effects that work because, yeah. oh my God, it was bullshit. It was so fucking bad. It was. Uh, the effects are bad, but my but my generic is around the Uber machismo thing. And, and I couldn't help but think that people who love the military and guns and fuck Yanis had to have a hard on watching this movie with the way all that went down like like you know you know when when he salutes the fighter jet and like the whole fucking eh, gosh i can tell you there definitely are there's 315.2 million dollars worth of people that liked that (laughs) yeah we all watched it then i watched it then i think i even watched it with my wife in the theater but it's because it was like like i said this to me is it, it's part of my generic is like that it was too much like Independence Day on that feel like it and like and I will agree that Independence Day is a better movie much better I don't I don't for me it's not much better but it's better and anything that's a copy of it that isn't but doesn't involve aliens and the plot is a little more ridiculous is definitely not as good but here's so that's the why thing. but that's that's the fucking thing you could sit here and watch this and watch Independence Day and Independence Day is more fucking believable. I think if you well, this would be a good idea. Watch this one first, then watch Independence Day. No, you know? I'm not going to do that because I would have to watch this again. 
Well, <laughs> maybe we should. You and I watch it together. We didn't do that. Hard to find this one. I had to watch it on a... At first, it was on Netflix. And then I it must have ran out at the end of the... Uh, here recently because I had okay. to find it on AMC. I watched it on Netflix. It wasn't on Netflix for me when I went on there. I just finished it two days ago. Oh, well, fuck. I watched it on AMC. Well, whatever. Well, two days ago, and I watched it. I watched this yesterday. So I'm telling you, I think it moved in a day. Like Let it, me check here. Strangely. Strangely. I mean, you can look. Because I, uh, I went on to, there. It is? Okay, well, it's I'm fucking Netflix. weird. You're okay, stupid. it didn't move around, people. You can watch it on Netflix, and yep. I suggest you do. Don't I don't. Like, don't do don't, it. Don't, don't listen to us. We are full of shit. We don't know anything about movies other than what we see, and sometimes we don't see what you see. Sometimes you love... If you love Uzis and Espionage and Gary Oldman and William H. Macy, watch this It's movie. still not the movie for you. <laughs> if you want to watch a Gary Oldman movie, watch Immortal Beloved, where he plays Beethoven. I love that movie, by the way. That's a great movie. Beethoven. Yeah, I'd rather watch that. Beethoven. <laughs> I meant the but dog. No, he does play Beethoven. It's a really the good movie. movie. Have you ever watched it? No. Beethoven? Immortal yeah. Beloved, the movie, no. starring no, was, Gary Oldman. No, I was watching Beethoven. It's about, you know, uh, Beethoven had written these letters to someone called the Immortal Beloved, and no one knew who it was. But this movie theorizes that it was his brother's wife that he was in love with. But it's a really, but see, I like movies that Anthony doesn't, ones with drama and feeling. So, you know, things happen. I like three of those. You're like shallow with your feelings towards movies. No, that's not true. If we watched The Lake House, you would not enjoy it. I did watch. Because I hate Nicholas Sparks. But I did watch The Lake House. And it sucks, right? I've watched a lot of those types of movies. Yeah. And I do. Enjoy I watch it. all rom coms for some reason, and, yes, and romantic dramas. I'm bad. I, I have a problem. There's nothing wrong with that. Problem. You know what's funny is we we have this going on here. This movie that we're doing, and I watch that, and then I watch Netflix. I decide while I'm working because I work at home now. I I'm going to watch The Recruit. Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, I've seen that about forty something times. No, no, no. Not the movie. The series. The TV oh, the series okay. on Netflix. It's a new oh, series. Oh, shit. I just started watching that. And I have watched... Okay, I can't go too deep, but let me just say... Two nights when ago, you, I just started... Hey, you appreciate episode. how story works now, the way they do it now, rather than putting it in a two-hour two hour and 11-minute movie. That poor bastard's going through some shit. He got his Yeah, you gotta watch that. He does go through some shit. I started the first episode two nights ago. I'm like... Oh, you got to watch. Okay, man. I'm deep on this, man. I'm real deep. I'm like six, seven in. So whatever it is, you've got to watch that. So people, maybe right now. We, we can talk about that sometime. You are not six, seven in. Not possible. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Uh, it's the way you walk. I can tell. That's right. It's more like 10 or 12. You walk like, okay, I'm, got not, it. I'm not carrying any. I walk bowleg. I, I walk bowlegged, folks. Hoping it'll have room to grow. <laughs> so, so man. Maybe if I water it. Obviously, you know our feelings. Obviously, you guys know our feelings on this movie. Oh, I hope so. We would rather buy a Harrison Ford Chia pet, obviously. But you know what? Uh, you know what? 
I'd rather throw a potluck for every ex-girlfriend I've ever had. <laughs> but watch this again. Our last thing we have to do, and you know what it is. What is it, man? Ritual seance. To exercise <laughs> the fucking demons. <laughs> to get this out of your head. Watching this movie. All right, memorabilia. What do you want? Wow. This one's tough. It is. It's like, I don't want anything to remind me of this There's movie. hardly anything on this movie that I would want. However, I will say I want the sat phone, even though I don't like the scene. I like the sat phone. That's what I was going to pick. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. The I fucking got cell phone. Because I literally was like, I don't is want it? anything from this fucking movie. I'll tell you what. How about this? Does it count if I say I want William H. Macy's autograph? No. An but you can have his uniform. Wait, well, auto- Macy's uniform. An autograph still from the movie. No, I, I mean, what you, I'd, rather, I'd like to have him and Gary Oldman both, but yeah. Oh, I'll tell you something I would want. Yeah. I'm trying to think. This was 97. I wonder if they had built-in ashtrays on Air Force One. Oh, if they had an ashtray on Air Force One. <laughs> you want you know what you would like to have? That Air Force One president blanket that he put over that one person, like they put over that was sleeping on the couch or something like that. They had like it was like a yet like a, a brown or tan blanket. Yeah. That'd like be that. fucking cool. Presidential seal on it. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Because there's only one way to get that, you know, like if right. legitimately. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that'd be awesome. I mean, other than that, it's like eh. There's this movie sucks so bad. It's like I, I don't want any. <laughs> I there's no no piece of memorabilia I'd ever want to be like, oh yeah, that's from oh shit. One of the parachutes. I guess you could go there. Yeah. No, what? You, you know what? Here's what you you can have the sat phone. I'll take the escape pod. I'll take the empty beer bottle. I'd put that escape pod in my backyard. <laughs> I'll I'll take the beer bottle. This is the beer the president was drinking in that shit-tastic movie. All right. All right. Okay, man. You know, okay. It, do you want to go first on this? I don't care. Go first. All right. I think y'all know this was not our favorite bag of jelly beans. It's just a shit movie. For the budget and the people in this movie, it's fucking sad. Like, god awful. Nothing works in it at all. We didn't even mention too, and I got to throw this out. Yeah, this is one of the even, like one of the things I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You had all the the group of bad guys. Yeah, you know, you had the one guy who seemed to be in charge. Not you know, you're not very Oldman. The but other guy, like second in command, who was kind of like checking everybody and running everything. He gets kidnapped the fucking easiest. <laughs> The guy who's supposed to know what the fuck to do. Literally. <laughs> Say well, yeah. I guess this helps with your rating. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, you've got these people who are apparently supposed to be willing to fucking die for what they believe in. And he's just like, don't shoot, don't shoot me, motherfucker. I'm, I'm <laughs> duh. Is, there, is everything okay? Duh. <laughs> like, I didn't really know. What the fuck? Really? He, like, in any fucking formula to a movie, like, he's supposed to be the one that this is your Mortal Kombat fight at the end. This or Under Siege. Yeah, we didn't get that. This movie or that. Under Siege. Jesus Christ. This movie or Under Siege. Which, what about it? Which one would you rather watch? Under, Under Siege, Siege or this movie? Under Siege. Okay, go ahead. I'd watch Kevin Seagal over it, there. It, it, sure. it, it, and Steven Seagal is a piece of shit. Steven Seagal, Jesus Christ. 
And this cast is way better than anything Steven other than Zagal, Tommy Lee Jones. Steven Seagal is a human piece of shit, yes. Yeah. But back in the day, you loved yeah. these movies. Yeah, well, who? yeah, everyone loved to see limbs breaking. Go ahead with your yeah, review. I gotta double check something real quick. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I didn't rank it below Tokyo Drift. <laughs> That's all. Although they had, I just want to say, Sandra Siege had... T- Tommy Lee Jones and and Busey, Gary Busey. So yeah, yeah. no, yeah. It, it had a decent cast. So honest to God, like finding anything redeeming in this movie, like worth watching is so fucking tough. You had again, all these great actors and actresses, except for the president's family who are no names. Yeah. yeah, I remember. <laughs> so why do I, why the fuck do I care about them? I don't. So well, there's another fucking issue with the whole plot and everything. We're gonna kill all these. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck those people are. Yeah, Glenn Close should have been the wife. There you go. How about yeah, that? That would have been better. It would have because it would have saved her from a shitty role that she had in this movie. It's just so fucking bad. Hold on, sorry. Christina Ricci should have been the kid and Glenn Close should have been the mother. Sorry, my spreadsheet got fucked up. He's a dumbass. I'm going to have to fix that. Yeah. Anywho, I give it a four. Oh, really? It's just, and I don't know why I'm giving it that. I literally. Okay. I I had to make sure I gave it at least one more than Tokyo Drift. Oh, that's why he's checking the spreadsheet, people. He couldn't make it worse than that. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think I'm going to be quite as bad as you. Yep. It sucks. It just fucking sucks. I mean, this movie is not what I would say great. I wanted, I went into this wanting to watch it and go, fuck yeah, I like that. Man, he's a great president in this movie. Because, you know, a lot of people say, who's the best president in a movie? You know, and this one gets thrown around and it's like, uh, this ain't no Michael Douglas. This isn't uh, uh, Bill Pullman. This isn't... uh, you know, there's some other people who've done it better. You know, this this was not a good performance. Uh, sadly, I, I was watching it thinking, this is Harrison Ford and Glenn Close. I mean, Gary Oldman and William H. Macy, they're great in this movie. But they couldn't carry it. Couldn't carry it. But I will say this. I couldn't give it as bad a score as what you had there because I can't do that to William H. Macy and Gary Oldman. I actually yeah. had Ford on my notes, but I was wrong. I meant... You're not giving it to them. You're giving it to the movie. I get that, but their performance is good enough in this to carry this to average for me. Just I know. Okay. Okay. You want me, you want to sway you, me? You, you No, no, uh, I'm uh, not uh, trying to. I, oh no, I don't do, we don't I will, do that. No, no, it's we, just we swaying me. That. We never have. I'm not swaying your score. You no, 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 score. you're not swaying me. I was already on this, but I, but, but I added two points back on for Macy and Oldman. It really was a 10 for me, my first thoughts. And I added two points on for those two people. <laughs> so so I'll take that off and say, you know what? You're right. I'm being too nice because I like the people. It has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> and they're good actors. I mean, Oldman is the shit. That's all I'm going to say. Whenever he makes a movie, it's really good. I mean, he's making a great, uh, he made great, what, Commissioner Gordon. Or whatever he was. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's great, man. 
You can be great. good. It doesn't make the movie good. So what's that put us at, man? What's that? What, put did, us what at? did you give it? A ten. A ten. A fucking ten. It gives that uh, gives it a seven. What else do we have out there that's that low? Not a lot, actually. You're gonna have to give me a second. I'm sure. I think uh, Tokyo Drift might be a seven. I don't know. I gave that fucker a three. Yeah, but I gave it eleven. I think. Mm-hmm. Or something. You are pointless. <sighs> My shit's fucked up on me here. Hold on. I don't know what. Now we know who's all messed up. Still you. Really. Truly. Yes. Yes. I am all fucked up. But Gary Oldman, great in the professional people. You should watch that. True lie. True uh true lies. What's the one uh uh true what's the one with Christian Slater? The can't think of the movie. True crime. True crime, where he plays the the gangster. He's not even in that movie that much, but he plays a great rot like uh dreadlock weirdo. He's, he's like awesome. Gary Oldman's a shit. That's all I can say. Great actor. Plays some great fucking roles. Are you like, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing or? Yeah, I'm waiting for it. That's you know, he was in JFK. What the fuck true is romance. It? True romance. True romance. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. True romance. I got it. Don't worry. All right. Like I said, Immortal Beloved. Shit. He did some bangers and he did The Professional, Immortal Beloved, Murder in the First. He was in The Scarlet Letter, which is I. Uh, Basquiat, The Fifth Element. He was good in that. He was good in that. And then this movie. <laughs> he was also in that shit Lost in Space movie. Uh, uh, if you ever watched. One with Matt LeBlanc? Uh, I believe that's, yes, William Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Shit. He was the bad guy, right? Like, he was, yeah, he was the Dr. Smith. He was the bad, but he always plays that character very well. I feel bad that he was in that. That's sad. But he was a good Commissioner Gordon. Um, he was in uh, Harry Potter movies, too. Yep. So, let's see. What do we got? And he was in Hitman's Bodyguard and the follow-up. I never watched the follow-up, but he's good. Here you go. Cry Baby was seven and a half. Yeah. You which, gave it a ten. I gave it a five. Yeah. It, it, it's. I I will watch them about the same time. Uh, Cruel Intentions was seven and a half. But I want to say this. That one's that, because not because of... Oh, I know. I know. Of our, it's because of its subject matter. Yeah, I little... would much rather watch Cruel Intentions than Air Force One or Cry Baby any fucking day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I probably would if it was on, I'd watch it. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, seven and a half. Yeah. Slightly better than this movie. For sure. Let's see here. Slackers Actually, was an eight... Yeah, because that was awful to me. Because of you. And the mother of them all, coming in with a six, The Forsaken. That's probably the worst movie we've done. It's got to be. Well, by our rating system, it is. Yeah, we haven't done anything. And that's a bad movie, people. But a good bad. Well, you know, you watch that one. I'm just saying, watch it. And at the end, think to yourself, why am I not getting what's about to happen? Because it looked like it was going to be the shit. Two it's guys running around out. killing vampires. And then after that, think to yourself, what else could I have accomplished in the hour plus I spent watching this? <laughs> yeah, because you didn't accomplish much getting there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Are, is that it, man? Are we done there? We're done. 
Thank God. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you for listening. Remind you to go do the thing where you recommend the things. Yeah, do, do that stuff. Go to our website, our Instagram. Recommend something better than Air Force One to us for, to review, please. Or if you want to hear us dog on other movies, we don't mind. Uh, I don't we'll mind do watching too. bad movies personally because I feel that sometimes we can offer our point of view of why we think it's bad. And it I might not be yours. It I don't mind yours. I don't mind that either. But at least if it's bad, good in some way, this is just fucking bad. Like Leprechaun or something? This was bad. Leprechaun's good. Ooh, <laughs> bad good, you mean. Okay. So, okay, that's it. Okay. Well, thank you guys. You have a good one. Love y'all.